You're listening to Misunderstood Podcast, where we're setting the record straight on all things misunderstood. I'm your host, Kelly Hall, pageant runner-up, model, speaker, entrepreneur, pageant queen, and U.S. Navy lieutenant. I may have never won a Miss USA title, but I am the queen of being misunderstood. Welcome to the show, guys. What is up, world? It is season two with Misunderstood. I'm thrilled. I'm excited. I can't believe I am recording season two. Whoa. And season one was such a success. I, I'm still like, don't believe it. But then I look at the stats and the metrics and I'm like, wow, people tuned in. I can't believe it. Seriously, 25,000 of you listened to my 50 episodes in season one that I pretty much built during quarantine, if I'm being honest. Um, You know, I had that vision and mission for my podcast. I wanted to uplift and send a positive message and empower you guys and, you know, help you continue to grow in your journey to personal development. But I didn't know. I mean, I was like, you know, maybe only 10 people will listen, but maybe it's 10 people that need to listen and they need to hear my message. And I just kept remembering that. And then it just went the way it did. So thank you. Thank you so much. It has been an incredible journey. And sometimes I feel like my podcast is a little bit like a therapy session for me because it really forces me to take a moment to think about what I'm going through and then also think about what I'm learning through it. And I feel like we kind of don't do that very often. We just, you know, we go through life and we're going through these challenges and trying to attack them one day at a time or maybe struggling to attack them. And then we cry and then we're happy and then we laugh and then life changes and then we move and we do things. And you stop and you think and you reflect and you're like, whoa, I really transformed during that time. Or, oh my goodness, I absolutely needed to go through that chapter. Or, man, if it weren't for this, I wouldn't have done that. And that I'm supposed to learn something from this season of my life. We just don't really take time to do that unless you're someone who you know, was really big into manifestation or journaling or um, personal development, really. A lot of us just kind of go through life and we're pushing through and, and we're doing it, but we're getting through it and that's great, but we're not really taking a moment to reflect. So that's kind of what this podcast has turned into for me. And, you know, I like it because since I closed out season one in December, whoa, life changed. <laughs> um, spoiler alert, I have posted on social media, but I'm moving. It is a big surprise. I will get into that later. But I'm literally recording this episode in an empty apartment. So don't mind the echoes. And I'm in a lawn chair and a folding table <laughs> recording this as I spend my last few days in Los Angeles. What? Like, what? I thought I was going to be in Los Angeles for uh, until 2022, honestly, because that's one of my orders were up. Nope. God had other plans. So it's just, you know, we're navigating this thing together. And when I sat down and I thought, okay, I need to kick off my season. And I've been waiting and waiting and waiting and thinking, when's the best time to do that? Well, a couple months ago, I was like, oh, I'm going to kick off the series in March. Great. Cool. You know, I'll chat and just be pumped and give a nice little message. 
Well, now the time has come to kick off season two and it's going to look a little bit different. And life has just been tossed at me and Austin and I are trying to figure it out. So that's kind of what I wanted to talk to you guys about today. Three challenges I've been facing in the first three months of 2021, which, you know, normally are kind of spaced out. Normally you're going through these different challenges and you're like, all right, that's enough for right now. God, thank you. Let's wait another seven months until I have my next challenge. Or maybe this is enough for 2021. Let's wait till 2022 before you throw more at me. Um, That's not really how things work for me. I feel like if there's anyone who, you know, is thrown into a bag and it's shuffled and it's shuffled and it's shuffled and then spit back out again, that's me. That's my life. Constantly changing and moving and navigating and altering and, you know, things are happening, things are happening. And I'm like, uh, what? What's happening? I'm still processing exactly what's happening. Um, yep, that's me. That's my life. And for those of you who are listening, maybe your life hasn't changed because we've been in the COVID environment for a year now, almost exactly to date. And you have been wearing the same sweatpants and you've been looking at the same walls and you've remained single or maybe you met someone. Maybe things aren't really that different. Or maybe you've had a baby in that time period because it's been a year later and maybe you've gone through a breakup or maybe you moved or maybe you lost your job or you got a new job, maybe moved in with your parents. Whatever it is, you're learning. You know, even if you feel like your environment hasn't changed or the way you look hasn't changed or maybe it's changed entirely, you're learning. You are going through a season of your life and you're going to be taking away life lessons from that. And that's kind of what I wanted to talk to you guys about today because, you know, I didn't know what I was going to say for the season premiere. And I was hoping it would be something really groundbreaking and exciting and we're all going to stay positive and I'm going to sit in my latte and just tell you that the world is super exciting. That's not really the case here. I've already gone through a whole nother three challenges definitely more, but I'm going to narrow it down for you guys today. Three challenges that I faced since I closed my season out, since December of 2020 when I recorded my season finale. And to lay them out for you before I dive right in, one is giving myself grace, giving myself grace in this season and trying to figure out what that looks like. Two is using your intention to fuel your mission staying on track with your mission, remembering your mission, and continuing to attack it. And three is holding on to your faith during the unknown. Oof, that one's hard because you just want to know everything and you don't like that like mystical what if or what does the future look like. Boy, wouldn't that be nice if we had all the answers, right? And sometimes you just have to hold on to that faith. And I'm going to get into a little bit of this Chicago move. But first, I want to go through giving myself grace. And that started when the ball dropped 2021. Uh, I had a wonderful, wonderful holiday season. I spent two weeks on leave with my family. You know, after going through a year of not really doing anything and not seeing any family, we spoiled ourselves and we took time off for the holidays. I can't really travel much with COVID right now. I have a lot of restrictions with the Navy. So for Christmas, I was like, heck yeah, I don't care if I'm not doing anything. If I'm in my jammies all day sipping cocoa, I want to see mom. And that's exactly what we did. So I spent a week at home in Virginia where I'm from. And then we spent a week at home in Ohio where Austin is from. And you know what? Didn't do much. 
It wasn't really about posting for the gram. I wasn't dressing up cute. Very rarely did I have a full face of makeup on. I was just spending quality time with family. And we were spoiled. It's just been Austin and I and Dale here in Los Angeles. And granted, thank God, you know, thank God I have him. But it's been tough. It's been very isolating without any friends or any social activity or really the ability to do anything that we love. Like we loved going to events and we loved going to concerts. And we loved going out to eat and we loved going on date nights. And we like doing all those things. And that was kind of all taken away, you know, during this phase of quarantine. We haven't really been able to do any of that. So spending time with family and being with family was huge. And Austin was all smiles. I was so happy. I was at peace and just really thrilled to have that quality time and be around family. And and I also loved it because I feel like being with family really brings out a side of him that I fell in love with. And because you all, you act differently around your family. You're even more, you know, opaque and you're transparent yourself and goofy or silly or whatever it is. You kind of let guards down when you're around family. And although he is that way with me, he's even more different and hilarious when he's with his dad or his brothers or whatever. And it's just fun. You know, it's fun to have other people to chat with and talk with. So we had the best time. And I kid you not, I came back got on the plane to LAX, sat down, landed in our new Huntington Beach apartment. And I was like, what next? I have zero plans for 2021. And not a thing. Like at that time, I was like, I don't even have a dinner reservation made. I have nothing happening in the next foreseeable future. Mind you, a couple big events here and there, like my sister's wedding. But I mean, that's months and months and months away what do I do between now and then? What are like, what does our life look like? And Austin and I got, we went through these withdrawals and I really was worried because, you know, coming off that high and spending time with those people that you love and then going back into an isolation, I mean, what do you do? How do you get through it? And I kind of gave myself and allowed myself to sulk and to wallow, and to let myself just feel what I needed to feel. Like, it's okay. It's okay not to be superwoman for a second. It's okay not to have all the plans, and not to have the reservations, and not to have the packed social calendar. It's okay not to have clothes in your closet that you put on for a while that were anticipated to go to fun things. And you see that romper that still has the tag on it. And, you know, you're hoping that you have a chance to dress up soon. It's okay to be in your jammies. It's okay to be in your sweats. It's okay for a minute to process, to process your emotions and just let yourself feel what you're feeling. I think like, especially me, I had to learn to do this because I'm a really optimistic person. I'm really positive. I'm really outgoing. I'm really like, oh, Something positive is right around the corner. No worries, guys. No no reason to sulk. And I learned that sometimes I grow more when I give myself that grace and the ability to truly listen to those feelings. So the first two weeks of January were honestly really weird for me. I was kind of like going through the motions and I didn't really know how to like uplift others on social media when I was feeling really stuck. So I didn't. Guess what I did? I I was posting very transparent messages about 
Um, you know, it's okay not to be okay. It's okay to, you know, try to figure out ways to be optimistic during this time. And I started, you know, after kind of analyzing what was making me so upset, it was that quality time. It was missing social activities. It was missing time with people I love. It was missing my friends. It was missing doing fun things with Austin. It was missing not having anything to look forward to. I've always had something to look forward to. And then all of a sudden we came back and that was, that was it. That was all of our plans, um, you know, rounded out 2020 and we had nothing to come into 2021. So I ended up making a list of things I wanted to do to make myself excited and to start feeling a little bit better. Um, and it was just very simplistic. It was something as simple as we booked a photo shoot for our engagement pictures. Mind you, you can book a photo shoot for anything you want in this universe, um, which is typically what I do. But I had planned our engagement shoot for the end of February. So that gave me, you know, a little goal of working out in the gym and I wanted to make sure, you know, I felt great about myself and I had an opportunity to wear some of those outfits that are sitting in my closet for that photo shoot to have an opportunity to feel more glamorous and put together and not just stay in my two-piece sweatpants outfits. Um, You know, we, we decided to stock up our bar and maybe to learn how to make some new cocktails because I can't go out to dinner. I can't get happy hours right now. So that was exciting, you know, just to go stock up our bar and, and, you know, Friday night, come around and make a new cocktail and, and figure out something I like or something I don't like, pour it out, try again. And I kid you not, one of these instances back in January, I was making a martini and I was shaking and I was shaking and I was shaking and it exploded all over me, all over the kitchen and Austin was like, got a little excited there, didn't you? And I'm like, whoops. But it's just like little things that I, I made a list and I was like, okay, I'm going to do these this month. It's going to change my mood. You know, if I need to buy new cute two-piece sweatpant outfits so I feel like I'm not wearing the same thing all the time, then do it. Great. But I just really listened to what I was going through. And, you know, at the time you know, I have some people in my life who are really encouraging and they're really uplifting, but they're kind of like, nope, get over it. You're fine. You know, let's, let's work on the next thing and let's focus on the goals. Let's focus on the good things, all the positives you have going for you. Let's get working on the podcast. Let's go do this. And it's kind of like, you know what? I, I, I will do it. I know in my heart of hearts, like this is temporary. This is a temporary feeling. I'm going to funk. I don't really know what's next, but I'm not going to go hop on my podcast when I'm not feeling super empowering. You know, I kind of need to be there for myself for a moment. And I think for some of us who spent so much time putting others first or thinking about others or how am I going to make an impact or I need to do this or I need to go plan this for this other person, it's not selfish to just reflect and give yourself that attention for a second. You know, and it's what I really needed to do. I needed to be there for my relationship, and I really just need to be there for me for a moment. And I'm happy that I did because I was able to kind of navigate that for a month of, okay, what are my priorities? What do I want to start focusing on? Who are the people that I want to see? What are what are the little things that are going to start making me feel a little bit better, making me excited? And something as small as, you know, having two girls over for martinis because I learned how to make them or you know, having that photo shoot and having something to look forward to really like just boosted my confidence and had kind of have a goal in mind. But I was there for myself sometimes. And remember to be a friend to yourself. You know, 
it's not always just about making friends and being there for others and being a friend to other people. It's not selfish. Be a friend to yourself. And I kind of gave myself that grace to focus on that. And also, you know, I didn't have a lot of friends. I'm going through this season where it's weird that I don't have a book social calendar. I don't have a group of 25 women that I hang out with all the time. No, for a moment there in Columbus, that was my life. My life was girl time and bachelor nights on Mondays and taco Tuesdays and going over to someone's house on a Wednesday, maybe squeezing in a date night Thursday, and then hopping back out on Friday and Saturday and meeting people for brunch and just rotating the social calendar all the time. That's what I did. And it was amazing. And I balanced that with my uh, my dating life and I balanced that with my professional life. That's not my life here. It's just absolutely a different culture we live in right now. And you know, we are going through a pandemic and no one's lives look the same. And it's impossible to keep that up your whole life. So allow yourself to process and to be graceful and to be a friend to yourself and just figure out what you want. Start sprinkling that into your life. Start mapping that out into your plan, having little things spread, you know, bi-weekly or bi-monthly to have something to look forward to. And those little things are going to add up to big things. And, you know, it's March. I feel a lot better. We've been really navigating a lot. Um, but I think I needed that time of pause to reflect to realize I am lucky. You know, I have wonderful family. I have a wonderful fiance. I have a wonderful job, but you can still get in that funk. There's nothing wrong with it. And, um, you know, just allow yourself to feel those things. So that was definitely challenging to recognize that it's okay and not put too much pressure on myself and, uh, give yourself that grace during that time. And, uh, you know, moving on to my, my second challenge of, using your intention to fuel your mission, I tack on, you know, everything else that was going on and feeling that funk and feeling the feelings. I was really struggling with the worst cyberbullying I have really ever experienced in my life and in my career so far. You know, I've spoken about this before on my podcast from last year, but when I did my first pageant, when I did Miss Ohio USA, that was kind of what launched everything for me. I had a headshot of mine from Miss Ohio in 2016 that got leaked into a Navy Facebook group. And this Facebook group was not in like official capacity. It was not officially run by the Navy, anything like that. But it was for people in the military who basically were just like making fun of other things in the military. So in 2016, when my headshot got leaked in there, they were making fun of me for competing in pageants. And, you know, I had I'd been warned I shouldn't do it and that I'm going to be a joke in the military and all those things I've mentioned before. But as a 24-year-old Lieutenant JG, I decided that there really was nothing wrong. There was nothing wrong with competing in a pageant. And I had the support from my command. Ultimately, I had the support from the Chief of Naval Operations to pursue it. So I was just going to have to remember what my intention was. And it was to make friends and challenge myself and to, you know, ultimately showcase this diversity in the military so women could feel more comfortable to do things like pageants or whatever they wanted and that there's nothing wrong with it. So I took on that challenge head on. And, you know, I obviously ended up competing for years and competing in Miss California. But there's still people out there who think, 
you know, I'm making a mockery of the military, that it's a joke, that I'm a joke, that, you know, I am not, you know, the face of military bearing for the U.S. Navy and that I need to go away, right? Well, I've been debating whether or not to talk about this. And ultimately, I decided I should because there are a lot of you outside of your careers or inside your careers that are dealing with people who don't approve. They don't approve of who you are and what you wear or what you do or how you spend your free time or any of those things. And it doesn't matter. It does not matter what people think of you. And I was, I had to have this conversation with myself, which, you know, my parents and my boss, my commanding officer, my best friend, like they were all really there for me during this time. But, you know, I, I started my social media platform at Lieutenant Hall because of recruiting. And when I became a recruiter in 2017, 2018, 2017, somewhere in there, you know, social media was not used. I mean, not, not used at all for recruiting. Um, it was a very unpopular thing for me to bring up into trainings. And a lot of recruiters were like, shut up, Kelly. You don't know what you're talking about. But I was 25, 26 at the time. And I was thinking, I mean, I'm the demographic you're trying to recruit. So trust me, they're on social media. This is where you need to be. So 25-year-old Lieutenant J.G. Kelly Hall made the Lieutenant Hall account on Instagram and on Facebook. And I wanted to make it Navy only, Navy specific, because one, that was my mission. It was to recruit for the Navy. That was my job. Number two, there are different guidelines for a personal social media account versus a Navy social media account. Um, If I'm representing the Navy on my Lieutenant Hall account, I can't endorse brands. I can't endorse companies or people or businesses because it's a reflection on the Navy. I have to be that spokesperson for the Navy. So even though I'm I'm talking through the lens of Lieutenant Hall, I also have to be a good representation of the Navy. But my mission is recruiting. That was my job. It's what I'm getting paid for. What's but pays my bills is I'm a recruiter. And segueing an extension of that mission was making a difference. Showing women that you can, you can be in the military, that there's nothing wrong with being 5'2 with a bubbly personality and a full face of makeup and being in the military. And even if you're not that, maybe you're, you know, you're a woman who loves squash or water polo, or you love your extensions, or you like your pixie cut or whatever it is, but you just don't feel like it's a place for you. I wanted to show all kinds of women, the military can be a place for you. And that you can survive a male-dominated field. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. And you I strap on my big girl heels and pants every single day. And I dive into this male-dominated world and I do it. Sometimes, you know, maybe I put my belt on backwards or I have to figure out how to uh, go to the right building. But I do it. I figure it out. And I'm still here. And I'm not perfect by any means. I am not perfect. I did not walk out of the Naval Academy saying, well, I'm the perfect officer. Let's start a social media account and explore that. I'm not perfect. But if I could recruit and if I could make a difference into someone's life, mission accomplished. And that was my intention. I don't make a dime off my Navy account, not a single penny. I don't, I can't do sponsored ads. 
I can't endorse anything. I can't do any of that. I can just post and share the Navy's message and ultimately hope that it helps the Navy. And guess what? That account grew from zero followers in August of 2018. Now it has nearly 45,000 followers in 2021. What? 45,000? Like, I I thought maybe 500 people would follow me. Maybe a thousand. Maybe a thousand. Like, that would be grand. No pun intended. But I definitely did not think it would surpass my own personal social media. You know, now I'm like, oh, pff, I got a menial 20K over on Kelly Renee Hall account. But my Lieutenant Hall account just boomed. And, and that's where I realized, like, holy cow, people are really connecting with this. They love to see the diversity in the military. They love to see what the Navy opportunities hold. They love to see that there are women representing the Navy and the military that aren't really speaking on this social media platform. All of those things and, and the messages I was receiving were so positive. Yeah, negative. I mean, haters going to hate, but I mean, ultimately positive. People are joining the Navy, going to boot camp and messaging recruiters and reaching out to me. And, you know, I, I was medical recruiter of the year in fiscal year 2018 because of it. And wow, I mean, I never expected it to grow that way. And to this day, it's now no longer part of my job. I have been the officer in charge here in Los Angeles and in charge of 70 recruiters. It's my job to be there for them. It's my job to make them the best they can be. I train them on social media and I try my best to be the best leader I can be for them so they can go recruit and attack that mission. But I keep up my social media really to encourage my sailors and all the followers along the way. But what I'm trying to get to is, you know, back in December, there was a meme that was floating around for me on a very, very, very large social media account. And it was a joke that I'm a robot for the military. Like they crafted me in order to trick people into recruiting and that I am like a pawn of the Navy, which LOL. I mean, that's fine. You can think I'm a robot if you want to. Um, I'm not, I'm clearly not a robot, but the Navy never asked me to do any of those things. You know, it was really all my own free will to start this social media platform and to continue to spread the Navy message and, and the positive impact it's making is why I continue to do it. But, you know, that meme started circulating to literally hundreds of thousands of people and family started to reach out and old Naval Academy friends started to reach out and, and they all started saying like, are you okay? Are you okay? And I was fine. You know, they, they say bad press is so good press. So cool, whatever. I mean, if more people are going to go follow my Lieutenant Hall account because this person wants to post my face and call me a robot, all right. And you know, that's going to attract more people to my positive Navy message. So albeit that's fine. But what ended up happening is this person reached out to me and, you know, I, I could tell they were kind of like poking the bear. They didn't like that I didn't react to it. They didn't like that I didn't, you know, I wasn't upset or mad about it. And so they messaged me and they go, oh, I think you're a robot for the Navy. This account did, the, the one that posted me. And I was kind of like, LOL, I'm not going to have a conversation with you. Like you're trying to make fun of me and it's, it's fine. Like make fun of me if you want, but you no, know, whatever. 
And then they just messaged back after I said, LOL. And they were like, um, do you know people think you're really rude? And I turned to Jackie and I'm like, how do I even respond to that? Like this person is clearly trying to provoke me. And if people think I'm rude, fine. You don't know me. I don't need to walk around my entire life and justify that I'm not a rude person. If you're going to sit there and think I'm rude, it's probably a reason why you're not in my social circle because the people I actually love and care about, they know that I'm not a rude person. So I'm not going to sit here and defend it and talk to some random person. So I ended up blocking this person from my social media accounts because I didn't want them to steal any more of my photos. Like, please don't turn me into another meme. And I blocked them. And I have the right to do that because it's still my personal account. My account's not run by the Navy. It's not run by the government. It's mine. It's my account to do what I want with as long as it's within regulations of the military. That launched multiple, multiple more memes. Unfortunately, it hurt more than it helped. And this person posted about me for about five consecutive days. And this launched all of their followers to come now over to my pages and start attacking my family, start attacking my fiance, start attacking my body, my face, my job, my role, all of the things. And I was receiving dozens of comments every hour, every single hour, you know, and I have my best friend here visiting and, you know, my fiance is trying to tell me like, it's fine. It's fine. Like ignore it. So I had to make both of my accounts private to keep people from coming over to my account and and trolling me and making fun of me and attacking my family and my mom. And like, that was not okay. Like posting memes about someone unauthorized, stealing their content, you know, thinking it's harmless. You are unwillingly sharing my name across accounts and people are hurting the people I care about by doing so. And I sat down and I thought, why? Why am I even continuing to post on this Navy account that does me, personally, me, no good? What am I gaining from it? Other than my name being blasted all over social media, my face being blasted all over social media. You know, I'm putting my parents and my fiance in a compromising position. I'm getting made fun of. I'm getting mocked. I'm getting told I'm a joke. I'm getting ripped apart from my qualifications. People don't know what a human resources officer is, so they're just attacking me for my lack of not being a Navy SEAL. And, oh, I'm not even getting paid for it. (laughs) Like, I'm not even getting, you know, it's not even helping me personally, professionally. So why am I doing it? And those are all the things that start flooding my mind. And the devil's reminding me, yes, yes, why even do it? Why even do it? There's no point in doing it. You're a joke. Like, people are stealing your stuff. Like, there's no point in having this account at this point in your life. And I just sat there and I prayed and the next day came and I prayed and the next day came and I prayed and I talked to my commanding officer and senior officers in the military, captains, HR officers, all about what was happening to me on social media. And they said, remember your intention that I'm a good officer and I'm a good lieutenant and I'm making a difference. And, you know, unfortunately, the Navy couldn't do much about the social media trolls because it's not an official account. So they can't protect me from the trolls and from the comments. But there are people out there who still need to hear my message. 
And knowing that I have senior military leaders continuing to support me and encourage me, that means more than any cyber bully out there trying to shred me and rip me apart. And I had a, I had a moment where I was taken back to 24-year-old Kelly sitting on the couch being attacked for competing in a pageant and still doing it. And here I am, 28 years old, being attacked for running my Navy account, even though it's not my job, and still doing it. Because when you have a message and you have a mission, you have to remember your intention. And I know my intention, and I've prayed about my intention, and I ask God to keep my lens clear to make sure I do not forget why I'm there and why I show up to speak, that it's not with selfish nature, that it's not for personal gain, that it really is to help people, to help others either find some sort of strength in themselves or some sort of discipline to push themselves, to maximize their potential. And, you know, people have messaged me and said they joined the Navy because of my social media account. But people have also told me that because of my social media account, they decided to pursue, you know, the police force or a, a firefighter or other opportunities that not the military, but they felt encouraged by my message. And that, that those are the people I'm speaking to. That is why you do it. And I have to remember that because guess what? There are people way more important than me. I mean, well, it's the president for the United States or celebrities or people who are out there with millions and millions and millions of followers. And here I have a menial 44K over on Lieutenant Hall. And they're attacked no matter what. They're attacked for not using the right Kleenex because it's not organic. They're attacked all the time. But they still have to go to bed at night and wake up in the morning and look at themselves in the mirror and remember why they do it. And that's exactly what I continue to do. As long as my parents remain proud of me, my fiance still supports, loves, and is proud of me, my best friend encourages me and is proud of me, my superiors, which I think I already said, but ultimately God as long as God continues to remind me that I'm doing the right thing, which I get those signs, and I'm going to tell you why in a second, then I'm doing something right. And you have to remember that too. You know, talk to yourself. Why are you doing what you're doing? Even though the world is telling you not to, people are telling you not to, your girlfriends are telling you not to, your boyfriend doesn't understand you and your heart of hearts feel drawn and pulled and you don't know why and everyone's telling you to shut up. And you're just thinking, but I have something to say and it's important. And if I don't say it, who will? We are all given an amazing heart and voice and it's unique to us. Only you have gone through what you've gone through. Only you have gone through this journey. Only you have experienced these life lessons and interpreted them in your own unique way. And someone's going to learn from that. Even if it's one human being, you help that one human being. So you can look yourself in the mirror and remember what your intention is. And I constantly flip, constantly flip my mindset. I'm like, okay, from the outside, what does it look like? Okay, from this, what does it look like? Okay, this person asked me point blank, Kelly, why did you do this? What would my response be? Would I be embarrassed? Would I not feel like it's the right move? And if I'm ever like, oh, well, I kind of be embarrassed, you know, this and this and that, then I'm like, okay, then it's not right for me to do. 
because I should never be embarrassed about my mission. And I'm not. I'm not embarrassed about the talents and the skills and the opportunities the Lord has placed in my life because he's done it for a reason. So remember that and use your intention to fuel your mission, whatever it is, use it. And that goes into my, my last piece, which is, you know, when I have these intentions, I just hope that God can remind me along the way that I'm doing something right. And, you know, for a minute in February, January, February, when I was receiving all of this criticism and the cyber bullies and the trolls and all these people who are faceless saying I'm a joke and I'm a bad military leader, you know, when you're, you're a leader and you're in a position of leadership, you don't get reminders that you're doing a good job. You know, when people don't walk into your office and say, hey, they're a boss. You're a great boss. You just have to be a leader. And God knew I needed that reminder that I am doing okay. And I received a phone call beginning of February from my detailer. Dun, dun, dun. For those of you who don't know, your detailer is the person who is in charge of your orders. So essentially, it's in charge of your life in the military. And I have a detailer for the human resources community. And I had just spoken with him on the phone the week prior. And all of a sudden, I'm getting a phone call. Millington, Tennessee, where the detailers are. And my heart sinks. Because any time in my life I have ever received a phone call from Millington, Tennessee, it's life-altering news, folks. And I'm like, crap. (laughs) And I just know that there's something ahead. So I answer the phone. And like I said, this is like the last week of January or so. And he goes, hey there, Lieutenant Hall. How are you doing? I'm like, um, good, sir. How are you? I'm scared what you're going to say. And he goes, well, uh, there's an opportunity for you in Chicago. And I would really like to nominate you for this position. And I'm thinking, nominate me? That's for what? Like, there's not a role in the Navy you nominate someone for. You just send them there. Like, why would I need to be nominated? And he said, you know, I I would like to select you for my nomination out of the human resources community to interview to become a And I think you would be a great representation for HR and you have a lot of amazing experience in recruiting and I'll give you until Friday to let me know if you'd like to accept the nomination. Um... What is happening? I'm like, I'm processing and trying to think like, okay, first of all, first of all, um, whoa, I'm supposed to be like, I just bought a really nice couch and I just moved to Huntington Beach and I like love my life here. And I'm like, well, I don't love my life here, but like LA is cool. And Austin has a job he loves and move again. Oh, and a little reminder, there's an opportunity here for this spring. Not next spring, it's this spring, and I would need to move by April. So I'm like, what? Like, that is just so much to be dropped on you in a minute and a half conversation. And then there's this other part of me that is like, wait, wait, I, they're asking to nominate me? Like, me? <laughs> like, do they know me? <laughs> I'm like a goofball and a weirdo, and like, you know, just trying to make it day by day and be a good officer. And somehow they want to nominate me. 
and they think that I'm qualified to do this and they believe in me, that is just just what I needed from God to remind myself that I'm doing something right. You know, and they knew about they know about my social media. They know about my Lucent Hall account. They know about my experience in recruiting. They know all of these things. So knowing that, they still would like to nominate me for this position. And at that moment, I had that peace that I am doing something right. And I'm staying true to my intention. And I'm trying not to do anything with selfish nature. And God is rewarding me for those things and continuing to try to build my life and my career and my message and my platform to do something as prestigious as being a So we're going to take a quick coffee break and literally talk about coffee because one of my favorite small businesses and local companies is Trident Coffee. You can order Trident Coffee with my code TRIDENTKELLY, all caps, for a discount on all of their products. They have this amazing mocha cold brew and churro latte cold brew and collagen, which I put in my coffee every single morning. Make sure you guys remember to shop small. When you're shopping small, you're supporting other people's dreams. So when you get ready to pour that morning coffee, take a moment and think Trident. Trident Coffee, use code Trident Kelly for a discount on all purchases. Information in the show notes. Thanks, guys. Back to the episode. So Austin and I, I mean, I don't even know what to tell you guys. We literally sat for five days with all of the emotion. I mean, we like at points were like, okay, wow, this is amazing. Let's do it. Let's go to Chicago. Woohoo. Like sign me up next day. Wake up. Nope. Can't leave. I, I love my job. We have a good thing going here. LA is good. It's getting better. Like restrictions are getting lifted. We should stay here. It would just be really stressful to move next day. Okay. But this would be a really good opportunity. Like what if you miss a hundred percent of the chances you don't take? Like what if I, what if I, I'm going to regret this later. And then the next day it's like, nope, I, I can't see it. I can't see us moving right now. It's just too stressful. I mean, this is too fast. I mean, I can't do it. What do I do? And I talked to everyone I could and was like, how do I make a decision by Friday? Like five days, you're giving me five days to figure out if I want to do this or not. Because ultimately you have to accept the nomination and interview with the intention of accepting the job. Like if an says, hey, um, I selected you after your interview. Congrats. You don't say, mm, sir, well, I realize it's not a good fit for me. Like, you need to know if this is going to be the right move for you by the time you interview. So by accepting the nomination, I'm saying I would be thrilled to go to Chicago, and I have to know that within five days. Well, there's two things that happened. And after thinking about it for five days, I had a feeling deep down in my soul. Same feeling I got when I was 17 and trying to figure out if I was going to accept my nomination to the Naval Academy. And I wondered, in five years, am I going to look back and wonder, what if? What if I took that job in Chicago? What if I took the scary, scary position I didn't feel ready for? What if I moved Austin and I to Chicago? You know, What if we left? What if I gained something really incredible? What if I did the more uncomfortable thing? Because I knew what our life looked like in LA for the next two years. You know, we we are going through it right now. You know, it's it's been pretty routine, pretty standard. 
I have my role. He has his role. I have my job. I know what people I'm working with. I know what that looks like, but I don't know what this looks like. And I think if I don't take it, I might look back and wonder, what if? And the second thing was my commanding officer was like, if you don't interview for it, you'll never really know. He's like, if you interview for it and don't get it, there's your answer. Boom. You weren't like, this wasn't part of your journey. But if you interview for it and you get selected, whoa, that's a big deal to get selected, to be an admiral's aide. And I was like, you're right. You know, I could interview and they don't even choose me. And then that's fine. Or I'll know that this is where God wants me to be. And I'm just so lucky to have Austin who said, I'll support you. Whatever you decide, we'll pack up our bags. We'll load up our suitcases. We'll drive across the country again with little Dale and we'll go. And knowing I had him, because I would never do anything without his 100%, 120% support. Knowing I had him and he was ready to embark on this journey meant I should do it. I should just do the scary thing and not look back at my life and wonder what if. And I interviewed a couple weeks after I accepted the nomination. And with about 18 hours after, I got the call that I had gotten selected. And um, you know what? I uh, just have such peace because I could be scared out of my mind. We're moving within seven weeks of that phone call and uprooting everything and driving and going and transferring jobs and doing new things. And oh my goodness, it snows there. Like, what are we going to do? And I could panic and I could panic and I can panic, but hold on to your faith during those times of the unknown because God has a plan for you. Everything happens for a reason and every puzzle piece of your life and every chapter and every season, there's a reason. There is a reason you're going through it and there's a reason you're there and you never know what it is. And I, oh God, that chance and that that opportunity to show me what's next because by golly, he sent me to Ohio Columbus or Columbus, Ohio, excuse me, (laughs) Columbus, Ohio. And I was kicking and screaming and I did not know what was going to be there for me. And I met love of my life. So I got to trust him because so far he's really shown what he knows what he's doing. (laughs) And in these times of unknown, have faith, have faith that there's a reason. Have faith that you'll grow. Have faith that these challenges you're facing and this period of the unknown and all the hardships and all the scary things are leading you toward a future that will make sense. It's hard and it's scary and it sucks and you're like, I don't know what to do, but you're never really going to feel ready. You never do. And I keep remembering that because someday Austin and I are going to have kids and I'm going to be like, I'm not ready, but I'll get through it. And we all get through these chapters and we get through these moments. And I'm here to tell you, you'll get through it 1000%. Every challenge, every change, every opportunity, every moment when you say, what on earth? Why is this happening to me? You're going to get through it. And I just want to be that friendly reminder for you 
through all of these challenges that you can do it. And I think what is so misunderstood about this is that your life is never going to be perfect, but your attitude can be. You can keep an optimistic, positive attitude knowing that you're going to learn something from every single chapter you're in, period. And that's how you keep a positive attitude. Even in the suck, the suck of the suck, you're gonna learn something and it's going to make you better. Even if it's learning, well, don't spend money on that again, or oops, that was definitely not a real friend, or oops, really happy that relationship's over because he's crazy. You're gonna learn something and you're gonna get through it and time will go on and know that I'm cheering for you. So guys, stay tuned. Misunderstood is going to be a challenge. And I'm telling you this right now. I love my podcast and I want to be here for you guys. And I want to continue to uplift you. And if you need to replay this episode, replay it. I can't promise the consistency I did in season one. I can't promise that I'll have the weekly episodes or I I can't promise I'm going to always be there for you virtually, but know that I'm praying for you emotionally because This role I'm taking on, moving to Chicago, going to Great Lakes this week, I'm literally moving on Thursday, (laughs) it's going to be very demanding of me. And it's going to take a lot of my heart and my soul. And I am not going to be the priority, y'all. It is not about Lieutenant Kelly Hall. It is about the mission of the Navy. And I'm going to do my best to be there for you virtually and record these episodes. But just stay tuned. Stay tuned and, and remember that This is not my full-time job, unfortunately, so I can't always give you everything that other podcasters give you, but I'm going to try. I'm going to try to do my best, and I encourage you to continue listening to season one, all of those how-to episodes, all of those episodes on personal development. I mean every word I say, and I'm proud of you guys. You're going to get through these challenges. You're going to get through this time. And I hope that you remember these three challenges I've faced in the first three months of 2021. Hey, God, let's slow down a little bit. I'm doing a lot here. Oh, and still planning a wedding, mind you. But if I can do it, you guys can do it. So thank you so much. With Misunderstood Season 2, this is Kelly Hall. Thanks, guys. Thanks so much for tuning in to another episode of Misunderstood Podcast. I love hearing from you guys, and I want you to take a screenshot of this episode, tag at misunderstood.podcast on Instagram, and share a takeaway from today's episode. Something you love, something you wanted more of, whatever it is, it helps me learn what you guys want to hear. Please consider leaving a review on iTunes or Spotify. I want to give a special shout out to my friends at Hatch for producing this episode. If you are looking to launch a podcast or if you already have one, you can get unlimited podcast editing by visiting usehatch.fm. That's usehatch.fm. Thanks so much, guys. Until next week, this is your misunderstood Kelly Hall. Kelly Hall.